0: All right. Well, welcome to episode 12 of our online Bible study for Weapons of Righteousness Ministries. My name is Taylor Clark, and I'm the founder of this ministry, and I am excited to dive into uh, what I'm going to be talking about today, which is the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And the previous two episodes have been on this topic as well. I've kind of been building on each episode. And so hopefully, if this is the the first time you're joining us, you will go back and watch those previous two episodes to get caught up. Um, Also, I'd like to mention that we do have our website now active and uh, available online at WeaponsOfRighteousness.org. It's WeaponsOfRighteousness.org. And if you'd like uh, more information regarding this ministry and uh, um, all that we're doing, definitely check us out there. So we're going to go ahead and dive into uh, this last section of uh, this teaching on the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And I'll just uh, preface today's lesson by by saying this is the first time I have taught on uh, an, an in-depth um, message on the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And uh, I don't know, maybe I, I've been a little bit all over the place uh, in the last two episodes. Um, but I'm going to be sharing a bit of my testimony here in this episode, and, and my hope and prayer is that you will hear my heart on this, because this is, this is what dramatically changed my life, and what God did in my life, He can do in your life. God is no respecter of persons. So just because He did something for me, doesn't mean that He won't do it for you. You might say, Well, well Taylor, I just don't have a love for the Word of God like you do. I can't sit down and study the Bible for two hours. I can't I can barely sit down and study the Bible for ten minutes and I don't even know what I'm reading after I get up and, and, and leave the table. And what I am saying is I was exactly in your position four years ago, four and a half years ago, whenever it was, prior to this experience, prior to receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and actually prior to that uh, desire being birthed in my heart, I was the exact same way. I would sit down and read the Bible and get up, and an hour later, I, have, I would have no idea what I just read in the Bible. It was not penetrating. It was not, um, there was no growth taking place in my spiritual walk with the Lord and so I know that there's people that are listening to this that are struggling there are people listening to this that hear me talk and hear me uh, refer to what the Lord is teaching me through his word and hear hear me mention um, things going on in my life and you think that's just for me I used to think that about other people as well other people that uh, that were ministers or that these things were going on in their life that that it was just for for those people that God was doing special something special in their life but that wasn't for me. And guys, that is not the truth. That is a lie from the devil. We do not wage war against flesh and blood. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We must resist these wiles of the devil and place our faith in the Word of God. And the Word of God says that God is not, no respecter of persons. That what God has done to some, with somebody else, He will also do with you if you receive it by faith. And so when I received the Holy Spirit by faith, the Word of God exploded to me the Word of God became like a fire that every time I read it I was being burned I was being singed by the fire of the Word of God the Word of God was consuming me or I was consuming the Word of God And that fire through the Word of God through that baptism was consuming my inner being my inner man and radically changed my life this is this was the best uh, and I don't even know how, to, how to, to really put it into words. I became a new person after this. You could ask my wife and my kids. I became a new person after the baptism in the Holy Spirit. My wife, shortly after this, my wife received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and there was a huge difference in her walk with the Lord and her relationship with God and her uh, her faith. uh, what she stepped out and believed in and what we believed together as a couple in and, and just amazing things happened in our life and I would not be here doing what I'm doing today if it were not for the baptism in the Holy Spirit if it were not for renewing my mind to the Word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to teach me from the Word of God that is how we I read that verse, uh, I believe it was in episode 10, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, which says, To know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge. To know the love of Christ, it has to be quickened to you by the Holy Spirit. So things might look differently for other people. I'm not saying the Holy Spirit has to be filled You you have to receive the Holy Spirit in this certain way, and that's how everybody's gonna receive the Holy Spirit. That's not what I'm saying. There might be people out there that when they hear me at the end of today, share with you how to receive the Holy Spirit, how to be baptized into the Holy Spirit. They might say, Well, I never experienced I didn't I didn't pray that, but I've experienced being filled with the Holy Spirit. I've experienced, I, I have a boldness, I, I, do, uh, I do pray in tongues, I do speak in new tongues, I, I, these, I've experienced these other things, I believe I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm not casting doubt on that, I'm not saying that you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit um, if you don't receive it the way that I, uh, that, that I lay out here at the end. There are different ways to receiving being filled with the Holy Spirit. It says that Cornelius's family was filled with the Holy Spirit after they believed hearing Peter preach to them. Peter never laid hands on all of them. Peter didn't go over and give them a specific prayer to pray. They believed and received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the, of the Holy Spirit by just peter preaching so you can be sitting there right now listening to me teach and the words that i'm speaking the seeds that i'm sowing can be quickened to you by the holy spirit if you are ready to receive them and by faith you can receive the holy spirit i'm just sharing with you how i received the holy spirit uh through um through what, what Jesus has laid out for us, through the Word of God. And, and this is a very practical way for you to, to pray in faith and receive the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to get to that at the end of, of this lesson. But the Holy Spirit can move in ways that, um, that I don't control. But there is there has to be a desire on the inside of you though. There has to be, number one, you understand and you recognize that you are are missing something. There's something that you have not stepped into. There is a baptism within the doctrine of baptisms that you have not taken part in. You have to understand that and you have to recognize it. And then you have to desire to be baptized, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That has to be a desire of yours. If that is not a desire in your heart, you won't receive it receiving gifts from the Lord be, comes from desiring it, having that desire be birthed in your heart, expecting it. Um, it comes from, from you asking the Lord for it and not asking amiss, as it talks about in, in the book of James. So let's get into uh, to point number two, I stopped after going through the people in the Bible that were filled with the Holy Spirit and had to be filled with the Holy Spirit to walk out their ministry that God had called on them, to walk out the will of God for them in their life. There's some of you out there that don't know if you're walking in the will of God, that don't know if you're fulfilling God's will for you. And God's ultimate will for every believer is that you be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. But there are specific things that God has for you in your life, specific things, Uh, a specific will, or an individual will, I'll say, for your life. And before Jesus fulfilled God's will in his life, he had to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus was the Son of God. Jesus did live a perfect life. Um, But Jesus, Jesus was also water baptized. But he also had to be filled or baptized in the Holy Spirit. Had to receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, The disciples had to receive the Holy Spirit at Pentecost to fulfill God's will for their ministries. Paul had to receive the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit to step out and fulfill God's will in his life. The Old Testament examples of Moses, Joshua, Gideon, Samson, Saul, David, that's a short list, but all of them had to be anointed by the Holy Spirit in order for them to walk out and fulfill God's will for their life. So this is extremely important for a believer's life in order to fulfill the will of God for their life. That individual specific will God has for each and every one of us. God has miracles placed on the inside of you. God has people's lives placed on the inside of you that you are called to minister to, that only you can minister to. And we need the boldness of the Holy Spirit to step out and to go and speak boldly the love of Jesus Christ, speak boldly and minister the gospel to them. We need the gifts to be available to us through the Holy Spirit, the gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation of tongues, the, the gift of prophecy, the gift, all the gifts mentioned in in uh, I believe it's 1 Corinthians. We need to have access to those gifts, the gift of faith, the gift of giving, the gift of exhortation. Um, We'll get into the spiritual gifts uh, in later episodes, but we need those gifts. Those are, again, gifts for us to receive and operate in. Uh, God has, has all these gifts available to us, but it's our choice whether we receive them or not. So you don't have to receive the Holy Spirit to be born again. You don't have to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You do have to be born again by the Spirit, through salvation, but you don't have to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit to go to heaven. I just want to make that clear so that people don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that if you don't receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit that you are not going to heaven. That's not what the Word says. If you are born again, you are saved. You are going to heaven. You are just not going to walk uh, a Spirit-filled, victorious, powerful, bold life here on this earth without being filled by the Holy Spirit. That's what the, Word, that's what the Word says. If we are to imitate Paul as Paul imitated Christ, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit just like Paul was filled with the Holy Spirit. We have to base our life off of what is laid out in the scriptures and what we are commanded to do. So I'm not saying you have to. God is not going to force you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, just like God is not going to force you to make Jesus Lord of your life. This is a choice that you have. This has to come from a desire within. You received salvation because you desired eternal life with Jesus Christ. And you confessed with your mouth and you believed in your heart that God had raised Jesus from the dead. You confessed Him as Lord and you are saved. You were, you're born again. The same thing pertains to the baptism in the Holy Spirit. If you desire this gift of the Holy Spirit, if you desire to be baptized into the Holy Spirit, you will ask the Lord Jesus to baptize you into the Holy Spirit. And we'll get into that in just a minute. So, who is the Holy Spirit? A lot of people don't know who the Holy Spirit is. Well, Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit as the promise of the Father, the helper, the spirit of truth, the teacher who will teach us all things. That's in John 14, 26. In fact, in 1 Corinthians 2, 12 through 13, which is... I was—I believe there was a couple episodes before this where I was referring to uh, scriptures in First Corinthians two, talking about how the Holy Spirit is who lifts the veil, is who uh, who, who teaches us. Well, in First Corinthians two, twelve through thirteen, this is what I was referring to. It says, "Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Again, we have received; we have to receive this." That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but uh, let me see, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So in that verse, that verse is packed with so much. But in that verse, number one, Paul tells us that we have the, the Holy Spirit is received. God's given the Holy Spirit. God's poured out the Holy Spirit. But we must receive the Holy Spirit. And the whole purpose behind receiving the Spirit from God is that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. That is awesome. That is what took place in, my, uh, in the process of me renewing my mind to the Word of God. The Spirit teaches or the Spirit taught me and is still teaching me the things that have been given to us freely by God. You see, I came to an understanding as the Spirit taught me through different ministers that I was listening to, through the Bible school that I was attending, through my own personal uh, study of the Word of God, God taught me the things that were freely given to me by Him in Christ. And this is where the equipping of the saints comes from. This is where the equipping of the armor of God comes from. It comes through from the teaching of the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm I'm talking about this right now instead of continuing on down with the different pieces of armor because you have to receive the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit in order for you to be taught by the Holy Spirit in understanding these spiritual truths. That you are righteous in Christ. This is not something that you just mentally know. This is not something that you, you learn like you would in school. This has to be quickened to you, made alive to you by the Holy Spirit. That you are righteous, that you have access to the sword of the Spirit, which is your mouth. Confessing and speaking forth the word of God, the promises of God that you have the belt of truth and what truth is. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father but by me. And that same Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit as the spirit of truth. We must be filled by the spirit of truth in order for us to recognize truth and walk out that truth. In order for us to have victory in this life, we must understand and know the things that have been freely given to us by God, by His grace. God has all these things that are for free for us. All of these things freely given to us by God through Jesus Christ. But we receive them through being taught by the Holy Spirit, through our minds being renewed what those things are. That's how we receive them. And it's received, listen to this, these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches but which the Holy Spirit teaches. This This is why it's so important for us to receive the Holy Spirit. He is the reminder. Jesus said that he's the reminder, John 14, 6. He will bring to our remembrance all things that I said to you. This is why when I'm speaking and I'm sharing before you guys that there are verses that continually are popping into my mind that I speak out, that I might not speak out the exact um, address for those verses. But just like jesus said during his temptations it is written he didn't say in deuteronomy chapter 13 verse 5 satan it is written no he just said it is written man shall not live by bread alone in that same way the holy spirit brings back to my remembrance things that i've read in his word the words of jesus christ jesus was the word made flesh who dwelt among us. So the words in the Bible are the words of Jesus, whether it's spoken by Paul or or the Apostle John or Matthew, Mark, Luke. Jesus was the word made flesh. And it was through the Holy Spirit that these men were inspired to write the Bible. And so it's his words. It's ultimately from him. And so He's going to remind us, the Holy Spirit's going to remind us, bring back to our remembrance all things that I or Jesus said to you. This also comes comes to me when I'm ministering to people at, at work or in my life, when I'm off work. I go and by faith I put myself out there and I ask a question, like, Are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Do you know who Jesus Christ is? Do you go to church anywhere? Inevitably, most times when I'm led by the Holy Spirit and I step out in boldness and I begin to ask questions like that to someone, it leads to either me being able to encourage them or pray for them or me being able to minister the gospel of Jesus Christ to them. And many times it leads to, to me, to those people making decisions to make Jesus Lord of their life. And in those circumstances, verses and things are just coming to my mind constantly that I speak out of my mouth. And I didn't memorize verses, those verses, but the Holy Spirit brings them back to my remembrance. It says that the Holy Spirit is our peace, that the Holy Spirit is our guide. In John 16, 13, Jesus said, he will guide you into all truth. Remember what I said about about Jesus? Jesus was the way, the truth, or is the way, the truth, and the life. The Holy Spirit is referred to as the Spirit of Truth. And in John 16, 13, Jesus said, He will guide you into all truth and tell us of things to come. So by the Holy Spirit, I can know things to come. This is part of my prayer as I go into work at night. I pray and I thank the Lord, I thank the Holy Spirit for telling me and preparing me for things to come. Did you know that that? The Holy Spirit knows that if, you are, if you're a law enforcement officer, if you're a believer, but specifically a law enforcement officer, and you are at work, the Holy Spirit knows what's going to take place during the next call you go on. The Holy Spirit knows whether that person's going to fight you or whether they're going to be cooperative with you. The Holy Spirit knows whether that person has a gun on them or not. The Holy Spirit knows whether that person is ready to take their own life or to take your life when you show up on scene. The Holy Spirit knows these things. This is why we must be in tune to the Holy Spirit and have our ears open to hearing His voice. When I go into work, I pray and I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide and show me the things that I need to see and give me ears to hear the things that I need to hear. we need the holy spirit especially as police officers we need to be walking by the power of the holy spirit he will tell us of things to come again this is my third point and i mentioned this before jesus ordered the disciples to wait until they received the holy spirit before entering into ministry as his witnesses this is said in luke twenty-four forty-five. He says, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, referring to the disciples, but this was also to all those who would believe based on their testimony. This is what Jesus said in John 17. Uh, so in Luke 24:45, he continues, uh, I'll send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry or wait in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. So he says, I'm going to send the promise of my Father, which is the Holy Spirit. He's referring to the Holy Spirit. And he says to wait in Jerusalem until you are endued or filled or flooded with power from on high. So in my personal testimony, I know I've shared bits and pieces and I only got a couple minutes here. I was saved at the age of 12, born again. I was water baptized. And then by the age of 28, I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. At the age of 28, three baptisms baptized into Christ, baptized into water, baptized in the Holy Spirit. When I received the baptism, of the Holy or into the Holy Spirit at the age of 28 that's when my life radically changed that's when my relationship with God radically changed my relationship to his word radically changed my relationship with my family radically changed I began to be changed from the inside out I didn't change spiritually my spirit never changed but my mind and my body began to change most importantly my mind Because my mind was changing, what I did with this body changed. So as I renewed my mind to the Word of God after receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit and He became my teacher, the Word of God came alive to me. I'm just going to list some things that came to my mind as I was thinking about this. Love for the Word and for Jesus just exploded within me. The Holy Spirit became my teacher. The ability to understand spiritual truth took place. I was reading the Bible and I wasn't having to be taught by a minister or by a pastor to try to translate the Bible for me. I was reading the Bible and I was understanding what I was reading. The Holy Spirit was teaching me and things were, were jumping off the page to me and, and coming alive within me i began to mature in christ from an infant and i'm still maturing we are in a constant state of maturing nobody ever arrives but at this point in my life at, at the age of 28 28 i left i laughed from being an immature infant in christ yielding to temptation and my flesh and allowing my flesh to dominate me i laughed that place in my life and I became a disciple of Jesus Christ, I became, I started to mature in my relationship with Christ, my relationship in Christ. Power in my life over sin, over over temptation, over struggles that I was having. I've already shared with you struggles that I had before this point, struggles with temptation and pornography, struggles with my mind and, and what I was setting my mind on, um, struggles with uh, with various things in my life. And I'm not saying that that I am, again, that I've arrived and I have no struggles. I still have things that come against me. I still have thoughts that come against me. The difference is I know how to take those thoughts captive now. I know how to exercise my authority, place those thoughts under arrest, bring them to the feet of Jesus, and cast them before Him and walk in His victory and His freedom. So I know how to fight the good fight of faith because of what took place here. Bold, boldness to be a witness for Christ. This was one of the biggest things that took place the biggest difference, one of the biggest, was a boldness to witness, to be a witness for Christ. I began to share the gospel at work with whoever would stand and listen to me. Every opportunity I, I could take, I was praying for somebody. I was, I, was, uh, um, I was laying hands on people to believing by faith that I would see them be healed uh, speaking in authority to sickness, speaking in authority to depression, to anxiety. I was sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, what Jesus had done. I was so excited and it was so much within me that I had to speak it out. I had to share it with other people. And this has continued. This hasn't. This wasn't just for a couple months and then it just went away. This has continued as I press deeper into it, into the Word of God, into, uh, into His love for me. And for this world, that truth just exploded within me to where I couldn't keep it inside of me. I received the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I've seen miracles take place in my life and my family's life. I've seen instant healings take place in my life. I've seen God move in ways and transform people's lives and use me as his vessel to bring the Gospel to people that radically have changed their lives. I've seen God uh, use my wife and I with our kids in ways uh, that I'd never seen before, operating in the gifts of the Spirit, operating in the gift of healing, the gift of faith. I've seen my wife operate in the gift of faith with the birth of our fifth child and I'll share that testimony at some point here during these videos. We have seen miraculous things take place. The power of God displayed because I've received the gifts given to us by the Holy Spirit. The gift of teaching, the whole fact that I'm teaching right now before you guys on this screen, the whole fact that I've been able to stand before hundreds of people and speak and not be in fear is a miracle. I used to be the most timid person uh, that... um, that you probably would have ever met before. Uh, growing up I did everything I could to avoid public speaking. Public speaking was one of my greatest fears and now I embrace it. Now I enjoy doing these videos and it's not by my strength and not by my power it's by the power of the Holy Spirit that has put to death that fear, that deed of the body. I might, I, I know I don't say everything correctly I know that there are some things that I say that I, I misspeak or I don't say them as clearly to where people can understand them as best as they can. I'm growing. I'm, I'm maturing, but I do not have fear to share my faith anymore. I don't have fear to share what God has done in my life anymore, and that is the work and power of the Holy Spirit within me. That is nothing I've done in my flesh. Vision for the future being led by God. And this video is going to be a little bit longer, guys, because I'm going to finish this um, today. Vision for the future being led by God. The Holy Spirit placed a vision in my heart. And this is what's birthed this ministry, is this vision to impact our law enforcement, to see what took place in my life and my walk with the Lord, to see that take place, and every law enforcement officer across the nation, where the fire of God begins to consume them from the inside out, and they become beacons of light, consuming light within their communities, within their departments. That is my hope and prayer for each and every one of you in law enforcement. And even if you're not in law enforcement, that is my hope and prayer for you as well, that in whatever avenue God has you in, in whatever realm of influence that you've been placed in, that you are so consumed by the fire and power and love of the Word of God that, on the, from the inside, that you are changed from the inside out, and you can't help but touch other people with that. You can't help that through your, own, your presence, just being by them, they don't feel the love of God from you. They don't smell the fragrance of Jesus Christ. That is my hope and prayer. It's the Holy Spirit who led me to quit my job, to sell our house, to move across the country and attend Karis Bible College and move back here. Get back into law enforcement. Start fresh. Start from the bottom. Go back to the academy. Go back into a profession that I promised I would never return. It's a work by the Holy Spirit. So to finish, to close today, this is going to be my last time teaching Um, I won't be my last time teaching on the Holy Spirit, but this is going to close this section of teaching on the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Have you received by faith the baptism by Jesus into the Holy Spirit? I want you to ask yourself that question, I want you to meditate on, on that question. Have you received by faith through Jesus Christ the baptism into the Holy Spirit? And if your answer is no if you have not, if you know, if you've been born again and water baptized, but you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, this is for you. You receive this baptism the same way that you receive salvation. By faith, receiving the free gift of the Holy Spirit from Jesus. In Luke eleven, ten 10 and 13, Jesus said, for everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds, or you could say desires, he who desires, finds, and to him who knocks, it will be opened. In verse 13, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? All it takes is asking by faith. That's it. Asking by faith and believing that you have received. Do not put this off. Receive the Holy Spirit today. Walk in His power and authority and become a bold witness for Jesus Christ. So I'm going to pray here at the end. I'm going to close. And I'm going to pray just a simple prayer that you can... uh, You can repeat, and it's not in the words, but if you have in your heart a desire that has been birthed through these videos to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you've recognized that there's something missing, that you have not received this, then pray this by faith. And you might not feel any different right away, but I believe by faith that the Holy Spirit will fill you on the inside. That you will be baptized with fire. And then that fire, that that Holy Spirit fire will consume you from the inside out. And your eyes will be opened to scripture like never before. And you will have a boldness to step out and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with everybody you encounter. So I'm going to encourage you to pray this prayer with me. In faith, asking Jesus to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Alright. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for this time. I thank you for everybody who is still listening to these videos. To be honest, I I don't if there's nobody listening to these videos. I know you are listening to me, Lord, and I am blessed by hearing you speak through me. But I believe that there are people listening to these videos that have not received You, Holy Spirit. And I believe that there are those who are going to receive you, Holy Spirit, through these videos, through this prayer. And so right now, if anybody out there has not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, by faith, verbally confess with your mouth this. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you, by faith, To baptize me in the Holy Spirit. I ask to be filled with the fullness of God through the Holy Spirit. And I receive that baptism by faith, believing that it's been done. Not looking for a feeling, not looking for something in the external. But I believe by faith that I have been filled by the Holy Spirit with His power and His fire. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for baptizing me in the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, if you prayed that, you have been filled by the Holy Spirit. Don't let the enemy cast doubt over this. You have been filled. So my encouragement to you is that you dig into the Word to find out. Ask before you read the Word. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you from His Word. To give you a strong desire and a passion to read His Word to lift the veil over your eyes so that you may see clearly and understand clearly the truth found in his word. And I believe that's going to take place. And as you receive these truths, it's going to transform you from the inside out. And you are going to then become and walk out and become a bold witness for Jesus Christ. Some of you who have just prayed this, in fact, all of you, I believe this, all of you have just prayed this. Well, in fact, I'm not going to get into that right now because I'm running out of time. I've actually gone eight, almost nine minutes over. So we are going to be talking about uh, um, the the gift of speaking in tongues next because I believe that this has to come after the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to talk about that next. And then we're going to get right back into Ephesians chapter 6 verse, uh, verse 13. All right. I pray this has been a blessing to you guys. Thank you so much for watching and I will catch you later. All right. Have a good day. Bye.